Hey all you voodoos and voodolls, this is your host Nick Nobody Savage here at Dab to Death. And before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to address the uh, brief hiatus and the changing dynamic here at Dab and Stab Studios. So as you may have noticed, we have not been posting consistently or at all lately, and I do apologize for that, but life happens and gets in the way and sometimes you just got to make do with it. Uh, Part of the reason for the hiatus is there is a, uh, as I mentioned before, there's a changing dynamic here. Um, At least for the time being, we are uh, operating without Dick Cock Anonymous. And uh, so in the meantime, I will be hosting solo uh, and trying to bring in some guests here and there where possible. Uh, especially if they're particularly interested in the subject I'm talking about. I do intend on gearing the show back towards uh, featuring different products from different cannabis companies throughout the state. Uh, That was initially something I wanted to do with the podcast and something I kind of lost sight of. Uh, So that'll be part of the, the new and improved Dab to Death. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, I will do the best I can to make sure that the show continues to come out to you every Thursday. In the meantime, enjoy this week's episode. I feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. <sighs> <coughs> Be careful. You never know. You might get dabbed to death. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? This is a little weird. I uh, honestly don't know how to how to do this without a co-host, so you're going to have to bear with me for a minute here while I kind of get my bearings. Uh, I already did a dab, so hopefully that'll help calm me down a little bit. You know, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. It's my first time. I feel like a virgin all over again. It's kind of weird. Kind of hot. Anyway, so, uh, you know, it has been a while since we've uh, published an episode here. And I I do apologize for that. Like I, you know, mentioned in a little uh, blurb before the show. But shit happens, man. I mean, like, seriously, there, there's just not shit you can do about it sometimes. And uh, that's just the way life goes. So, I mean, it sucks, but there's uh, no dick cock anonymous for now. I know, I know, I know. But, uh, like I said, I will make do. And uh, hopefully this uh, will still be as entertaining. Uh, I mean, there will probably be a lot less dick jokes. Sorry, um, if you're really into the dick jokes, you know, god damn, I really need to return that copy of Juiced. Yeah, if you've been trying to rent Juiced from Netflix, little DVD subscription service, I'm sorry, I still have it. I will return it eventually, I swear. Oh god, how long has it been since I've published an episode? It's been a minute, it has been a long minute, a lot of shit's happened since then, um, a lot of current events have been no longer current. 
I guess this is one of the good things that kind of happened though. Is uh, so I was going through some of the uh, the old uh, audio foot, yeah, audio footage. <clears throat> I was going through some of the old audio um, because we had built up quite a backlog of episodes. Uh, I believe there's like four unreleased episodes, four or five. And uh, as I was going through to edit, I noticed uh, chunks of of audio were missing. You know, like just whole chunks. It would be like somebody would be talking and then all of a sudden it would just like skip to the end of their sentence or like to a whole different portion of the conversation. And you're just like, oh, shit, what happened? So I try to figure that out. And uh, it turns out, you know, um, apparently if you write and erase your SD cards a lot of times, it can cause your SD card to lose audio. So did not know that. And. Didn't realize how long it had been going on for because we had such a backlog of episodes. So I'm kind of going through and re-recording some of them. And, uh, and then I'll get to the ones that I was really looking forward to. As you know, uh, I had a two-parter on Charles Manson all ready to go. And uh, been dying to get to Manson, dude. Like, I, I did Ramirez and like my next big one I wanted to do was Charles Manson. So I'll get to that one again eventually. Really hope I have a co-host by then, you know. Uh, if you're at all interested in being the co-host here at Dab to Death, it would be super, super convenient if you were, like, near enough to Sacramento that you could come record here. Otherwise, you know, we can record remotely. It's just, you know, Dab to Death. You gotta do dabs and shit, so... I mean, you could do your own dabs, I guess, but it just seems weird. I don't know. I shit you not, I'm like shaking, nervous. It's weird. Hmm. Not a whole lot been going on. Um, I'm trying to think like what uh, what's the most current current events and shit. I haven't really heard of anything like super crazy. Oh, dude, 2022 is like taking out celebrities left and right, though. Fucking Betty White, Bob Saget, fucking, uh, God, uh, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, God, shit. Sorry, I'm looking it up. Louis Anderson. Fucking Louis Anderson just died, too. Like, what the hell, 2022? We haven't even gotten through the first month. We're, we're technically through the first month now. You know, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be February, so. That works. You know, but, like, seriously, one fucking month in. Hell of people did. Oh, shit. Charlie Brown died. Didn't fucking know that. Oh, yeah, hell of people did. God damn. <laughs> Dick Halligan. Sorry, that's just dick, you know. Oh, fucking meatloaf. Fucking meatloaf just died too. Like it's insane. Like what the fuck? Yeah, this shit this shit's insane. We only one month in and this motherfucker this article just keeps going and going and going. Like how many people died already? Wavy Navy Poo. Alright, bro, what? Anyway, getting off the point here. 
Was I ever really on the point, though? I don't even think I have a point yet. Yeah, point is, people be dying like motherfucking left and right this year. I don't get it. I think uh, think I'm going to take a dab. (laughs) I guess I could tell you what I'm dabbing on. So, as usual, I've got some Paper Planes products here. Um, I've got the Kushco number or Kush Cake number six cured resin batter. Um, but then everything after that is just live resin and it's fire. So I've got the Panama Red or Compton's Creek. Whoo, that smells so good. Oh my god. I just want to like live in that. So yeah, the Panama Red or the Compton's Creek, phenomenal. I think uh pretty sure we're about to enter that for uh a cup entry. And then I've got some of the Hollyweed. And then if, like I said, this is all paper planes. Um so I've got the Hollyweed, which is one of my personal favorites. It's got a real sweet smell, real sweet taste. Uh not like super uh immediate head change or anything like that. But I think it's good. I kind of like to mix it with the Compton's Creek. I'm a big fan of mixing my flavors. It's kind of like with jelly beans, you know? Like, that's one thing I always like to do is, like, get those little recipe books where you can just, like, mix the different flavors and make, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich or s'mores or whatever. But, you know, make your own combinations. Fuck around and find out. Anyway. Uh, I also have, I don't know what fucking strain it is, but my boss gave me some real fire rosin. And, uh, I would shout out who made it and what strain it is, but I have no fucking idea. Other than that, oh, I've got some strawberry culotta live resin shatter. Anyway, so I think I'm going to try some of the Compton's Creek. It's hard to describe the scent. I get like a very strong tangerine almost. And then it's got like this nice minty finish to it. Yeah, I, I really, I really like this one a lot. Give me a nice big chunker here. If you ain't dabbing big, why are you dabbing? I'm just kidding. I'm not here to judge your dabs. That's just rude. (laughs) It wasn't that funny. (laughs) Sorry. It's just like I said, it's a little weird. Without uh, anybody else in the room feel like I'm just kind of crazy and sitting here talking to my fucking self. Which, I mean, I'm used to doing, so you would think I wouldn't feel that weird. Not to, like, make you all believe that I just sit here talking to myself all the time. It's just that, you know, there was a a, a portion of my life where I made some uh, less than intelligent decisions and ended up in jail, you know. And, uh, during that time I got, I might've told this story before, but I don't know. I ended up, uh, getting a job in the kitchen. And when you do that, you get your own cell. 
thought it was great at first. I was like, shit, no Sally, nobody taking a shit in the same room as me. Love it. Great A. I can sleep as much as I want. You know, you can jack off if you want to. Shh. Everybody does it. Don't judge. Oh, wait. <coughs> yeah, that is delicious. Yeah. Like I said, I like the taste of the Hollyweed a little bit better personally, but that fucking Compton's Greek. Really don't like the name, though. I, I keep joking around at work that, uh, you know, Compton's Creek, it sounds like you're going to find some crack rocks and dead hookers in it. Instead, you find some firewax. It works. I don't know how, but it works. Of the hiccups. <laughs> God damn it. And I have the hiccups. Oh, turn that into a drinking game. <coughs> I feel like it doesn't happen <coughs> often enough, though. You could take a shot every time I hiccup. That might fuck you up. <coughs> 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 Oh, if you'll excuse me, I have to try and get rid of the hiccups now. Alrighty. Well, if you haven't figured it out, by the various times the show's name has been said by this point, you're listening to Dab to Death. And I am your host, Nick Nobody Savage, flying solo for the first time. And uh hope you'll enjoy the ride with me, flying paper planes airlines. As usual. It's like the unofficial sponsor of the podcast, basically. You know, in that they pay me to work for them, so they're funding the podcast, and they give me product, so they're sponsoring the podcast, sponsored by Paper Planes, (laughs) on a different plane. (coughs) Oh, oh, fuck, sorry, I still have... (coughs) The coughing to do from that dab, I guess it's it's delayed because I had the whole hiccup situation and you were there for it. You heard, you know, yeah. Yeah, I know that was about how well that was going. So, anywho, all right. So, 
as I mentioned, uh, these are some previous, or this is a previously recorded episode, but, uh, due to some good old technical problems as usual, I had to, uh, change it up and that's what I'm doing. So this week, the topic here is a pretty good one that, uh, I've brought up a few times, but we've never really done on the show. Uh, because we do murders, mysteries, and more, you know. I like to say murders, mysteries, and mota. But everybody ignores that one. Even though it's on the fucking cover art. But whatever. Being petty, I guess. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> like I said, this week we are doing Cuckoo for Conspiracy Theories. Uh, I'm not a huge believer in a lot of conspiracy theories myself you know it's just uh my biggest thing with conspiracy theories is that i feel that they're giving a lot of credit to the people that the conspiracy theories are about like i i I know that money and you know power can do a lot of things but some of these conspiracy theories make it seem like the government is like very, very capable. And as we've all seen, we know that they're not capable at all. Oh, wait. That's weird. I didn't get any backlash for making a political comment. Anyway, so. Whoo. <laughs> sheesh. Anyway, so this is Cuckoo for Conspiracy Theories. And uh, I think in this one, we're going to do uh, What's Hiding in Hollywood. You know, so this is all going to be California-based, obviously. In our latest series, we will be taking a look at some of the strangest, silliest, darkest, and downright craziest conspiracy theories around. Now, what exactly is it about conspiracy theories that intrigues so many people? And kind of instantly makes you picture a fat virgin living in their parents' basement. Let's be honest. So, some of these theories out here are absolutely laughable, and the fact that people believe in them is even more so. But, what about those conspiracy theories that you hear, and they make you kind of think, now that actually kind of makes some sense. So, what do you believe? Who do you believe? Dun dun dun. So, as some of us may know, Hollywood has quite the dark side. But when most people think of Hollywood, they think of the glitz and glam of the red carpet, of bright lights and movie sets. But underneath it all, there's a dark and dingy side to Tinseltown. In fact, Hollywood is built on a long history of lies and cover-ups, all in the interest of protecting the entertainment industry's elite. There have been countless rumors and stories of police covering up the crimes of the rich and famous. It is even believed, by some, that police covered up one of the most famous murders in Hollywood, that of Elizabeth Short, better known as the Black Dahlia. Elizabeth Short came to Hollywood like many young people, hoping to become rich and famous. She survived mostly by telling dramatic sob stories or charming people into giving her money. Like, she would basically sit in a bar 
and then charm some man and give him a sob story about, oh, my husband died, or I've just fallen on such hard times, and I can't pay my bills or rent or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And these people just give her money. That's basically how she made a living for a while. Then, on January 15th, 1947, the body of 22-year-old Elizabeth Short was found in an empty lot seven miles south of Hollywood in the Lamert Park area. Lamert? Lamert? I don't know. Her naked body had been surgically bisected and posed in the grass, and the case was quickly dubbed the Black Dahlia Murder, due mainly to her dyed black hair and her love of dark clothing. And uh, in case you're wondering, surgically bisected just means she was cut the fucking half. Like, one half was over here, one half was over here. They were not <clears throat> together anymore. You know, kind of like Kim and Kanye. <laughs> See, that one deserved it. Thank you. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm talking to the sound pad. Like, I'm not the one that pushed the button, but whatever. Uh, okay, where was I? Yeah, so the surgical precision that had been used to bisect her body led investigators to believe that the killer possessed advanced medical knowledge. Which, I mean, that's a pretty safe assumption. Like, you know, your your average Joe isn't going to be, like, super precise when they're cutting somebody in half. They're probably just going to use, like, a chainsaw or... Speaking of which, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming out in February. I'm pretty sure Netflix took care of that one for us. Thank you. Trailer looked dope. I'm excited for it. Uh, I would also like to get to see the new Scream movie, but apparently it's only in theaters right now, and I'm not trying to go to a theater right now. Maybe the drive-thru. I should do the drive-thru. Didn't the drive-thru just catch on fire, though? I'll look into that. Anyway. So, while the murder of Elizabeth Short has never been officially solved, one man thinks he knows who the killer was. That man is former Los Angeles detective Steve Hodel. Hodel? Hodel. It kind of makes me think of Hodor from Game of Thrones. You know, Hodor. Poor Hodor. That was such a fucking sad backstory. Like, I didn't think that was fucked up. Anyway, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, check it out. I liked it. Yeah, the last season was kind of bullshit, you know, but uh, whatever. So, like I said, that man is former Los Angeles detective Steve Hodel and Hodel. Whatever. Hodel. I'm going to go with Hodel. And the suspected killer is his father, Dr. George Hill Hodel. George Hodel was a doctor to the stars who specialized in venereal diseases and performing illegal abortions. Basically, he was the man who could be trusted with Hollywood's secrets and make powerful people's problems disappear. That's kind of like a really... That's not a good specialty. Venereal diseases? Like, I would not want to be like, Yeah, hi, yes, I'm a doctor. I went to medical school for a long fucking time. And, oh, my specialty? Venereal diseases. Yes, yes, yeah. Your crotch itchy? I can take a look. Anyway, Hodel was even the prime suspect in the investigation due to his medical knowledge and a previous charge for allegedly molesting his daughter. Uh, nothing really came of that charge as far as uh, I remember, but 
once the accusations are out there, the damage is done. You know, it's kind of like uh, the McMartin trial, you know, when, you know, this one accusation started this whole landslide of shit on this, you know, family school and ruined a lot of people's lives. So that wasn't cool, man. Like, you know, I'm just saying. So police even bugged his house and recorded him basically confessing to the murder. But he was never arrested. Hmm. A little fishy. Just a little bit. That's a little Albert fishy, if you ask me. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know who Albert Fish is, I'll do an episode eventually. I'll let you know. But yeah. Fishy. I mean, I just... I... I didn't want to go too in depth on the whole Black Dahlia murder because that's going to be its own episode. But this was that was just like the conspiracy theory around it, you know. Um, and I, I mean, it's not even necessarily a conspiracy theory. I think the conspiracy theory more is that you know he was it was covered up by the cops because if you think about it. You have the man basically confessing to the murder. He's a doctor with medical knowledge. He was accused of molesting his daughter. A lot of shit that just kind of like points to the right fucking direction. You know, I'm just saying. Just I'm not, I'm not I'm not a cop. I'm just saying. God, I'm definitely not a cop. <laughs> anyway, this next one deals with one of our favorite topics here at Dab to Death, and I'm sure the reason I'll die a strange, mysterious death. Did Scientologists kill Philip Seymour Hoffman? Now, I fucking loved Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was a brilliant actor, in my opinion, and uh, I was kind of bummed when he died. And uh, this, 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 this theory might hold a little weight in my opinion just because i don't like the scientologists to begin with because you know they're just fucking nuts if you are at all familiar with the church of scientology you know that it is surrounded by secrecy and controversy even the fact that the church was started by a science fiction writer has long been a subject of much speculation what you may not know is that the church actually has their West Coast headquarters here in Hollywood, California. This is because L. Ron Hubbard knew the importance of getting celebrity members and endorsements if his religion was to be successful. So he started Project Celebrity in 1955. By recruiting celebrities and treating them drastically differently from other members of the church, Hubbard was able to gain credibility for the Church of Scientology. Basically, he treated them like they were better than everybody. You know, uh, they get their own secret club houses and like, you know, shit like that. And it's just. Yeah, but they also have to pay like ridiculous fucking amounts of money to be in the Church of Scientology and to learn things and to move up in the levels. And ooh. It's a giant fucking pyramid scheme, I guess. But, uh, like most religions. So. Just calls him like I see him. I'm just saying. I'm just Satan. Actually, I'm not Satan, but I could be. 
you never know. So, with the church's growing power came all kinds of stories about what the church was doing with this power, including stopping or attempting to stop certain films and documentaries about Scientology from being made. One BBC documentary crew even reported being followed by supposed private investigators who were working on behalf of the Church of Scientology, and the documentary has since been pulled off the air. So this church has a lot of fucking power. Like, I'm just saying, like, like I said earlier, money and power can do a lot of things, and those aren't always good things. They're not, in fact, most of the time, they're not good things. Like, if you put money and power together, you get a lot of bad things. You get a lot of bad shit. We've seen it. You know, we all we all know that movie. Okay? Movies. Like, shit. Then, in 2012, the film The Master was released. The film starred Philip Seymour Hoffman as cult leader Lancaster Dodd, who... was oddly similar to L. Ron Hubbard. They looked about the same. Dodd was an author like Hubbard, and he even sailed around on a yacht like L. Ron. Needless to say, the church was not happy with the comparison. This also wouldn't be the first time that the church has had issues with things being said about them or about like their leader specifically, like anytime anybody questioned Elron, made fun of Elron Hubbard, like they get mad. And this is when they like they send the people to follow you around in the vans and like with the cameras and like they harass you and it's just oh, I, I, according to them they don't do that, but they do that. So anyway, on February second, twenty fourteen. Philip Seymour Hoffman was found dead of an apparent accidental overdose. Now, Hoffman had always been very upfront about his struggles with drug abuse in the past, but he had been clean for 23 years before relapsing in 2013, which was shortly after the master was released. Many believed that the church was angry that they were unable to stop the film from being made or released and at the mockery that Hoffman's character had made of their church's leader. So they had decided that he had to pay the ultimate price for it. Dun dun dun! I need that sound clip. I mean, it seems a little hard to believe, but then again, if you look at the fair game policy that the church does not have... This is why I need video, so you can see the air quotes that I'm doing around things, which is why I have to say it like that, so you get the implied air quotes. Anyway, so, like I said, it seems a little hard to believe at first, but if you look at the fair game policy that the church does not have, it starts to sound a little more plausible. And that is where I mentioned, or part of what I had mentioned with the whole stalking people and harassing people, and uh, apparently... If someone is deemed fair game, it means that members of the church can do basically anything within their power to stop that person or destroy that person, basically ruin their life or maybe even kill them of a quote unquote accidental overdose. Not saying they did it, not saying they didn't, but I'm saying that this conspiracy theory 
got a little more weight than the last one. Just saying. I'd say uh, on the Nictor scale. Oh, I like that. I'm going to keep that. So on the Nictor scale, I'd say that's probably like a, that's like a solid seven. You know, I'll give it a solid seven. It's not the most believable conspiracy theory I've ever heard, but it's also not the most ludicrous bat shit I've ever heard either. And on that note, I think I'm going to take another dab. I think I'm going to try the Hollyweed this time. So, you know. So, um, to help lengthen this ex- episode out a little bit and hopefully get a little bit of a, you know, uh, listener interaction going on. Uh, what are some of your favorite conspiracy theories? Like, what what are some of the ones you believe in the most? Uh, you know, what are some of the craziest ones you've ever heard? Um, you know, if is 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 there any local conspiracy theories, like specifically to your area, that you would like to share? Um, you know, just go ahead and send it in to feedback at dabtodeath.com. Or, I mean, you can just message uh, message me on any of the social medias, um, which, you know, I, I will mention at the end of the show, as always. So stay tuned for that. Ha <laughs> ha. Got you hooked now. All right. So, yeah, now, like I said, I'm trying the, uh, the, the Hollyweed. It's super fucking light. You would almost think. I mean, smelling it, you know, it's not CRC, but like looking at it. It's super light. You're just like, wow, how, how, how did you do that? Hash magic, baby. So, yeah, like I said, uh, if you guys have your favorite conspiracy theories, please send them in and uh, I will maybe read a couple of them on the podcast. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, also, stay tuned. We have reached out uh, or, you know, made contact with a, a listener. Or, I don't think he's a listener yet, but he should be. Uh, yeah, so uh, I made contact, or my fiance made contact with somebody uh, actually in Ireland. And uh, he's supposed to be contacting me with uh, a story about uh, about the war over there. Oh, the Troubles. Yes, in the during the Troubles. Stay tuned for that. I'm super excited to to talk with him and find out what he's got going or got for us. So it'll be our first like official unofficial guest, uh, our first official guest. Yeah. Jesus, just do the dab, Nick. <laughs> Anywho, if you haven't checked out Paper Planes yet, by the way, and you live in California, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And don't give me that, oh, well, I live in this remote area. We're in, like, so many dispensaries now, and it's not even funny. So, you can find paper planes where you live. I can pretty much guarantee it. It's like Men's Warehouse. You're going to like the way you look. They guarantee it. Also, um, you know, I, I will be the first to admit, I, I know I've had some issues with uh, consistency here on the show. Uh, you know, as far as posting and, uh, at least, you know, especially on social media, uh, that is one of my new part of the new and improved dad to death is my, uh, my promise to you, the listeners is that I will be a lot more consistent about posting on social media, about posting episodes every week, 
Uh, I will, you know, they'll be more polished, more edited, uh, better scripting, uh, because at least at this point I can do kind of a scripted show. Um, and I don't want to go full scripted, obviously, like I'm still going to interject my opinions and my humor where I can, but, uh, I can kind of make it more of like a narrative at some point, you know, so, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm figuring this out as I go. So. Hopefully you like it and hopefully you stay with me. So thank you for listening. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, I will be posting more consistently and uh, hopefully better product or better content uh, for you, the listeners. Forgot I was doing a dab for a second. I always like talking when I got a dab in because I feel like Bill Clinton where I'm just like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. (coughs) 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 Did it too long. (coughs) 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 Almost got dabbed to death there. God damn. All right. So this last story here is my personal favorite uh, of the three. Uh, and I'll, I think I'll give you the Nictor score rating at the end of the story. So you can wait for that. Um, oh, as far as the first story, since I didn't come up with the Nictor scale until the second story. Uh, the first the first conspiracy theory, I think, on the Nictor scale. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah on the nectar scale i'm gonna give it like a uh, i'm gonna give it like a a four so this last story is the dragon and the crow bruce lee was one of the most influential martial artists in the film industry by the time of his death in 1973 And when you combine his superstar status with the highly suspicious circumstances surrounding his death, you have the perfect storm for a conspiracy theory. Bruce Lee was 32 years old and in top physical health when he died, and the official cause of death was cited as an allergic reaction to headache medicine, which admittedly sounds like some made-up bullshit. This is where I had the bullshit artist sound clip, and I really wish I still had it. Which, again, if you haven't seen The Greasy Strangler, highly recommend it. I know it's a terrible fucking movie and you're probably going to hate me for recommending it. But you gotta see it. 10 out of 10 on the Nictor scale. I'm just saying. Just saying. So, the theory is that Bruce Lee, rising Hong Kong American superstar, was murdered by the triads which if you're not familiar with the triads they're basically the chinese mafia so there's that it's kind of a (laughs) not the kind of people you want to piss off you know so in the 1960s bruce lee was working as a martial arts trainer and bit part actor and was having problems landing a leading role because hollywood wasn't really ready for a Chinese lead. And again, air quotes. Well, actually, that's a direct quote. So, never mind. 
Uh, because of this, Lee moved to Hong Kong in 1970. It is believed that the triads took an interest in Bruce Lee almost immediately upon his arrival in Hong Kong, seeing an opportunity to get rich off of him, and they began to try and intimidate and threaten him. Which, Bruce Lee is not the kind of person to be intimidated or threatened. He's fucking Bruce Lee. He'll whoop your ass. Obviously, Bruce refused their advances and also refused to work with any of the major studios in Hong Kong that had ties to the triads, which was probably a majority of them. Um, The triads are very good about having their fingers in a little bit of everything. You know, they, they, they want money. Everybody wants money. Money and power. Money, more money, more power. You know, I'm just saying, it goes hand in hand. Instead, he worked with Raymond Chow to make the movie The Big Boss, which launched him into superstardom and caught the attention of Hollywood film execs back home as well. And uh, basically, it, it did release in the United States, but it released under the name Fists of Fury instead of The Big Boss. And, and I mean, honestly, Fist of Fury does sound a lot cooler than The Big Boss. Uh, So after the success of Fists of Fury, The Big Boss, Warner Brothers Studios decided to co-produce a movie with Bruce Lee, and Enter the Dragon was born. Which, arguably, probably one of the best fucking movies, like, as far as, like, martial art, like, kung fu movies goes, like, Enter the Dragon's fucking dope. So now, the triads were supposedly furious with Lee, and it is believed that they decided to do something about it. Lee was working on a movie titled The Game of Death, kind of fitting, and had decided to cast actress Betty Ting in the film, so him and Chow went to visit her at her apartment. The theory speculates that Chow, somehow involved in the plot, left Bruce there with Betty instead of taking him with him. Bruce then began to complain of a headache, so Betty gives him some headache pills. Or poison, if you believe the conspiracists. She then finds him unresponsive and calls Raymond Chow, who then calls Betty's doctor, not an ambulance. Which, it does seem kind of strange. Why would you not call an ambulance? Seems like the most logical thing to do. Fastest response time. Get him to a hospital. Save his fucking life. But no, calls Betty's doctor. Betty's doctor. Not even Bruce Lee's doctor. Betty's doctor. Also strange. So yeah, this one, a little strange. Then, an hour later, they finally call an ambulance, and Bruce Lee is pronounced dead at the hospital. These are definitely some strange circumstances, but there's technically no proof of any foul play. 20 years after the death of his father, however, Brandon Lee would also die at a young age under strange and tragic circumstances. Personally, this is the part for me that sucks the most because I I really liked Brandon Lee. The Crow is a phenomenal fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, again, take a shot every time I mention a movie, you'd probably have alcohol poisoning. So don't play that drinking game. It was a bad suggestion. Take a dab. Take a dab every time we reference a movie. Get nice and high with me. Yeah, don't die on me. Get high on me. That sounds kind of weird. 
I'll run with it. Whatever. So, <clears throat> while filming the hit movie, The Crow, Brandon Lee was shot and killed on set when a blank in one of the guns used in the scene fired a bullet that had become lodged in the barrel of the gun. Now, this is according to the official story. Basically, what they said is, oh, well, you know, we were using these rounds and one got lodged in there and apparently the blank fired that lodged round and whoops. And, you know, since there there was recently the uh, the the rust incident with uh, Alec Baldwin, you know, th- this kind of does bring into question, you know, uh, was there a prop master on the set? Was the prop master doing their job? Because you're supposed to check these things, especially if it's a gun. If it's a fucking gun, like, come on. Check that shit. Anyway. So while this has been proven to be possible, the chain of events that would have to have happened to lead to this have raised serious questions as to whether it was an accident or if the triads had someone switched the ammunition to kill Lee as they saw him to be as a, to be a threat, much like they did with his father. Dun, dun, dun. Really, really need that sound clip. So, yeah, like I said, this one for me, I I do believe that it is firmly possible that the triads had something to do with both deaths. Um, I'm not entirely sure why they would kill Brandon Lee. Like Brandon Lee was just making movies in the United States, had nothing to do with the, you know, like the, the Chinese film industry or anything. So I'm a little confused about that one, but. On the Nictor scale, I'd say I give this of believability. I give this probably a nine. The Brandon Lee thing throws me off a little, which is why it's not a solid 10 out of 10. But I'm going to give it a good nine. A good nine on the Nictor scale. It's fucking believable. I especially with the whole Bruce Lee thing, like he pissed them off. Like he, he basically, he insulted them. You know, he refused to work with them. He refused to be intimidated or threatened. Like, he, he, you know, so like, I feel like they had him killed. Now I'm going to end up in a fucking black bag somewhere. And like, see, this is why I got to stop talking about these things. But I can't stop talking about these things. Because then I wouldn't have a podcast. So, like I said, if you have any conspiracy theories that you would like me to talk about, or if you have any that are your personal favorites, ones that you fucking really, really love, is there something you're obsessed with? I really want to get into Matrix theory, like that whole fucking we live in a Matrix theory, like that's a fucking, that's a rabbit hole, and I'm willing to go down that rabbit hole, I really, really am, like that's that's a good one. Oh, oh, there's a, uh, what was it, uh, Room 239, I think, the, the, the one about uh, The Shining and Stanley Kubrick, and that was some deep shit. So, yeah, please send in any conspiracy theories you really want to talk about uh, to feedback at dabtodeath.com, or you can hit us up on any of the social media accounts at dab to death unless you're on instagram then it's at dab to death podcast uh be sure to tune in at www.dabtodeath.com 
or wherever you listen to podcasts, except for iTunes and Pandora. Still got to figure that one out. I'm going to get on that, get it to you guys, so everybody can have it, because everybody needs it, you know? Stay tuned. Next week it is Columbine. So yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. So stay tuned for that one next week. It's a big one. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty rough. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Sticking it out with me. Uh, Like I said, it'll get a little bit better as we go along. Or as I go along. Uh, And like I said, any topics you want us to talk about. Any episodes that you really feel like we need to do. um, I need to do, I guess. So, next week, Columbine. This week, Cuckoo for Conspiracy Theories. Uh, Cuckoo for Conspiracy Theories will probably be another series. Just saying. I'm liking the whole series things, you know? Like the little mini-series spaced out throughout the the main episodes. Because, you know, they've got the big heavy hitters, obviously. Like, Manson's coming up soon. Um, so, you know, and then uh, Ed Gein. Yeah, that one. Yeah, so we got some big heavy hitters coming up. Um, we'll start lining up some guests, like I said. Stay tuned for uh, the guy from Ireland. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, be careful out there, guys. You never know when you might get dabbed to death. Yeah.